Hey, this is Amy, and this is That Trip Didn't Suck, episode 10. And today joining me are my parents, Pat and Vicki, and my grandpa Judd. And we're going to be just kind of organically talking about some of our favorite family vacations through the years. Okay, so... I'm here with my parents, who obviously instilled a love of travel in me at a young age. I think, how old was I when you put me on a plane, Mom? Wasn't my first trip like six months or something? Are you counting? Four months. Four months? Where did I fly to? Where'd we go? We went to Michigan. What for? Well, we were going to go visit your great-grandmother. Wait, my great-grandmother. Your great-great-grandmother. For the first time, she was going to see you and hold you, and she passed away before that could happen. So we were going to her funeral. Oh, boy. Which grandma? Which one was that? Grandma, grandma Rice? Norma Rice. Okay. Was I, was I okay on the plane? Yeah. Didn't get sick? You didn't throw up on that <laughs> On that, that flight? Yeah, one time we went to California, and I <laughs> threw up strawberry yogurt, and the uh, stewardess made mom clean it up. That was pretty gross. She handed me the bag and said, here, it's all yours. <laughs> Gosh. We'd just taken off from San Jose. I remember that much. Yeah. We we're going in circles to get up to flight level. So, for you guys, who who instilled a love of travel in you? And what were some of your favorite trips when you were growing up? So, anybody? Like the Ozarks every year. Every year. Every year for a while until the house caught on fire and then we quit going to Lake Ozarks. Is that why your sister goes all the time still? Probably. I think that? Mom made Dad sell the boat after the house caught on fire. Oh, you had a boat down there? We had a boat up here. We took it down oh, every okay. year. Oh. We used to take families with us. We rent all four cabins. Oh wow! Like friends? Yeah. How come we couldn't take friends on vacation growing up? <laughs> I'm just teasing you. They probably throw up in the back of my car. So. <laughs> yeah, because all my friends got motion sick. I'm just kidding. Um, didn't you and your dad drive to the Grand Canyon once? Yeah, I used to help dad drive coming home or going places because he didn't like mom driving, which is a good thing. <laughs> Why not? We drive, we drive all night going places. In 76, we went to California to see... Pat's brother and um, we decided to go to the Grand Canyon on the way home. So this is how Grandpa Samson would travel. You would travel all night long and we got to the Grand Canyon when it was dark and we slept in the car and then the sun was rising in the south rim of the Grand Canyon and we got out, took pictures and got in the car and went on our merry way back that was it. to Missouri. <laughs> yeah, we got Do you have pictures of that still? No. Probably not. Mm, I might. Mm -hmm. I don't think we do. Did you like ever go and just stay anywhere or just the Lake of the Ozarks? That's the only place we went until Mike moved to California, got married in California. Pardon me, until he got married out there and then he went back that direction. Okay. We went. I don't remember going anywhere else. I did go on a vacation with the Pitts one time, but you know where we went? We went to Hannibal, Missouri. Mm hmm. See Mark Twain stuff and down to Malden to see my brother Mike and came home. That was vacation. <laughs> yes. So this explains why when I was 
younger, we would go to Colorado and we would just like stop and look at something and then get back in the car and keep driving. <laughs> I don't know. Did we do that? Yeah, we did. We drove up. <laughs> there was one summer Best when I was. Park, we drove up to the top rim and stayed in a motel there. We did. Yeah. Well, how old was I? Well, Sean was only four or five. Is that the one where he wanted, he couldn't see the mountains? Yeah, we were driving up on that mountain above Estes Park, and he was looking out the window, and he said, Dad, when are we going to get to the mountains? <laughs> <laughs> they were all around us. Oh, no. I remember when I was 19, we went to Colorado, and all we did was drive and stop and look, and then we kept driving, and then we'd yeah, stop was, and look. That was in the Lumina. I like how you remember the cars. Dad always remembers the cars. <laughs> I remember the blue car, the blue luminous. Oh, gosh. We were going somewhere. We couldn't find a motel. And we ended up staying at, like, Monarch Pass on Highway 50. Because there's one place that still had rooms. I feel like I feel like not finding a hotel is a theme also. Remember that time we drove home from Wisconsin? Before, before cell phones. No, we drove home from Wisconsin oh, yeah. in my 20s, maybe my 30s, and we got home at 4 in the morning, maybe 5 in the morning, because it was the Iowa State Fair. Do you remember this? And Sturgis was over, and yeah. people were coming back in motorcycles. There were no hotels for, yeah. like, 800 miles. That was Grandma and Grandpa's oh, was 50th. Their 50th, okay. Yeah, we went up there, and we came back. Well, there was one motel we hadn't got too far. We shouldn't Iowa. have left at 8 p.m. also. That probably yeah. wasn't a good idea. Well, <laughs> Iowa City did have one motel at the airport, but back, we're talking how many years ago? 15 years ago, they wanted $150 a night, and I said, I don't think we're paying that, so we just kept driving. They just hike up the prices. Oh, yeah. Oh, supply and because demand. Sturgis. Supply and demand. But there's nothing open until we got to Bethany, and I said, that's only an hour and a half. I think we need to go home. Yep, and we did. I think I had Sean drive home from Bethany. No, I think you drove home and we had to stay awake with you. I think that was like what we were told. No, I think I had Sean drive. Uh, four drivers, somebody could. Well, Sean's not here to, to stand up for himself, so. All right, Grandpa, tell, tell us about vacationing for you when you were a kid. Uh, we always went from, uh, we lived in Michigan, always went to Ohio. That's where Dad was born. And he always wanted to go see his family. And uh, one year we were driving along and uh, Dad said, I think we're going to stop at uh, my sister Mary's house and have some of her really good cooking. She she cooked beans like you've never eaten. And he kept raving about Mary's beans. And so all of a sudden my mom said, she evidently got tired of hearing about it. She said, why don't you just move down here and <laughs> live by Mary and have her cook your beans for you? Oh, boy. She she lost her temper. Uh, Is that your mom who lost her temper, Donna Bell? Donna Bell. And that's nothing new to for her to lose her temper. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we had some really good family 
uh, times. I had a uncle that was a truck farmer and he grew uh, peppers. And it was harvest time. So he, he got busy uh, getting ready to go work, go to work. You know, they're, they're ready to be cut and, and harvested. And he said, I was a little guy at that time, but he said, you can go with me, Judd. And, uh, my mom said, okay, you go with, you go with uncle. And, uh, so we were in, out in the field and then it was pretty hot. And he said, I'm, I'm kind of thirsty. So we went to the tavern. <laughs> I had a seven, a Pepsi Cola and he had a, I, I couldn't identify it. I was a youngster and didn't know liquors or whatever, but he had a, a shot of liquor. And at the end of the day, we went back to their place and uh, mom said, uh, did you have fun to me? And I said, yeah, and I had seven, seven uh, Pepsi-Colas. <laughs> and she said, oh. So Uncle had seven whiskeys too. So <laughs> he must have been uh, drunk. He drove you back drunk, probably. Oh yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So did you see anything special in Ohio, or did you just go to see family? Did you go to any locations? One thing mother would like to go to, uh, there's some, well, I don't know, quality, I guess, uh, manufacturers of, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Like, Was it the uh, Heise? Heise wear mm -hmm. and. Glassware? Uh, yeah, beautiful, ornate uh, works of art. And, was Fenton there too? Yeah, I think so. So she liked to shop. Shop for those things. Is that what she was doing? That was her middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Donabelle shopping. She didn't have a middle name, did she? Nope. It was Donabelle. Two names, Donna. Donabelle, but it was one. It was one name, but she didn't have a middle name. That I remember, right? No, she did not, and. Uh, Boy, I'll tell you, me and my sister had middle names. <laughs> <laughs> you got yelled at. Yeah, she's... <laughs> so you and Grandma, um, you guys lived all over the U.S. when I was a kid. And part of our vacations were coming to see you. Um, what did you like about living in a lot of those different locations? Uh, if I got involved in a job I didn't care for, or I would move, and we moved a lot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we started at uh, San Jose, California, and walked, uh, wandered all the way down the coast mm -hmm. through L.A. and ended up in... Uh, 
You're in Mesa. Laguna, 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 right? Yeah. Laguna Nagal. I liked it when you lived there because we, uh, we got to go to Disneyland. Yeah. Was that 1989, Mom? Yeah. 1989? Yeah. That was a really good trip. (laughs) We got to go to the beach and... Was that the trip we flew out there or the trip we took with Grandma and Grandpa in our station wagon? I think San Jose... No, I don't know. We went to... In the station wagon, we went up to Crater Lake, didn't we? Because I remember yeah, Grandma yeah, Samson was in the back middle of the station wagon and she'd fall asleep with her mouth wide open and flies would land on her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and we would just like no, die I laughing. Think, we I thought that was funny. On that trip, I think you lived in Hollywood or close to Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, you, you guys, I don't know if you went with us, but I know we went to Disneyland and Universal. <laughs> I don't remember though. Barb might have, but I didn't. No. I, did you ever guys did you guys ever vacation in any of the places you lived or do you just work and that was it? Work. Yeah. Um when my mother passed away we um went went through all of the burials and uh and uh we um had some money and we lived in uh, I think we lived in southern LA that would have been yeah she died in 89 so you would have been in LA then and um, we had some money so we uh, rented a beautiful house and the view was terrific, and, and I just loved taking pictures, and mm-hmm. we we just, that was why we were living in California, for that for the beauty. view and the climate and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But we had a really well-equipped, uh, if you want to call that, it had lovely furnishings and... Barb did a class A job of um, putting tables and drapes and having everything first class. Really? Well, my cousin, Jack, and his wife lived nearby, and I said uh, to Barb, I'm, uh, I'm going to call my cousin Jack and have him come down and you can cook him lasagna. She said, good, I'd love to have them come and see our our really, really nice <laughs> apartment there. It was a half a home, but anyway, he came in and he looked around and he went in the bedroom and he looked around and he said, now tell me the truth, this isn't uh, a rental this is the uh, model, <laughs> the model that the owner put together to show off the beautiful house and how it's decorated. And I said, "No, you're wrong. That's Barb's doing. She, Barb made it. She made it beautiful." I I barely remember you living there. I remember. You can see the ocean. 
Yeah, I remember the there were those um, terracotta roofs. Mm-hmm. And when you're from Missouri, you don't see terracotta roofs <laughs> in the 80s. No. Uh, he liked the the sailboats and boats. He always yeah. took pictures down by the waterfront. Remember, Dad? You were always sending us pictures of... Well, we went down there. The seagulls and yeah, the... Seagull pooped on you once. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mom got in the car. Do you remember that? No. Mom got in the car and we're like, what's that smell? And we looked over cup. and she'd gotten hit. <laughs> Mom got targeted. Okay. What was what was one of your favorite places in uh, California? Yeah, there was a, an ocean inlet and uh, thousands of boats um, moored there. And uh, we'd go there on a Saturday afternoon. I'd take the afternoon off and we'd go. And we would have uh, lunch. And we'd sit at the table the rest of the afternoon and watch boats go in and out. And uh, we would just marvel at the different size and quality mm-hmm. boats that uh, were moored at that, that inlet. There were some fancy ones. Oh, absolutely. Was that near Dana Point? Yes. Yeah, because I remember going there. Yeah. Hmm. My uncle, no, he's my cousin, Jack. He and a buddy thought they wanted to, uh, they lived near that area, and uh, the ocean is uh, alluring, I guess you'd say. Uh, You want to get a boat and go out in in the water and uh, whatever, sunbathe or maybe even try to fish. But anyway, he... He, he and his buddy bought a, a boat and didn't know how to operate it. They were rookies, and uh, so <clears throat> they uh, looked in the yellow pages and found uh, that there was a, a guy that uh, would teach you how to operate a boat. In the yellow pages. Right. So they called him and hired him, and there was some electronic equipment on the boat that they were not familiar with at all. And this guy taught them how to operate manuals and and give them uh, directions. Uh, He also... I don't know if you'd call him a rookie or whatever, but he he evidently ended up to be a rookie because he put that boat up up on the rocks, ran, (laughs) ran. uh, They were out on the ocean and Mm -hmm. got close to shore and ran that boat up. Oh my goodness! And it was done. Stuck exactly. They left it overnight, and the Mexicans. During the night, 
stripped it. No. <laughs> so, they had paid a lot of money for, a number boat. one, the boat. <laughs> yeah. Number two, the guy to, uh, to teach him how to operate it. Oh, boy. Then they had to buy another boat, of course. <laughs> uh, and they probably didn't have insurance back then, right? Knowing him, he did not. Oh, that's, that's rough. That's rough. So We laughed about that. Yeah. He, he did, too. That's pretty funny. Was it, Okay, so let's go back to Michigan. So you grew up in Michigan, and Mom was born in Michigan, and then... I went to Michigan every year to see Grandma Carver, Grandma Great Carver. And so what are your sta- some of your guys' favorite Michigan memories of things that, like, you either did any at any age? Because for me, it was just going to see Grandma, and then we would go. She would take us to Turkeyville, and we could see the train and eat the turkey and the cranberry relish, and then... She took us to some, what was the building where we ate on the... Kellogg's? No, we ate at the top. Mm. Some fancy, she'd always take us fancy places. You know? Yeah. You remember going to Mackinac and staying at the Grand Hotel, right? Yes. You stayed there or you stayed there? You did? You got to stay at the Grand Hotel. With Aunt Sherry, right? And Grandma and... After you guys left home? Yeah, when we left home, Aunt Sherry got to go. This was uh, an old building, really old building, and they've modernized it. And so they wanted water in the bathrooms for people to take showers and and, uh, bathe. And uh, so they ran pipes in the walls, not in the walls, but... outside of the wall exposed they never covered them and this is an expensive it's a fancy hotel fancy yeah but it's an antique and it was old and they didn't want to destroy the facade of it yeah well if uh, we move fast ahead she took her two grandsons Donna Bell mm-hmm. did, and they went. They were young boys. They went to have a lunch, and the house rules were: you had to have a suit and a tie. At the Grand Hotel. Yeah. Oh boy. But these were young men, and they didn't have. They didn't dress like that. They weren't equipped to dress <laughs> up, mm-hmm. have a suit and tie. She got into a fight with a verbal fight with uh, <laughs> Mater D what? about. You need to make exceptions to the rules for the, <laughs> these young men. <laughs> but that was Donabelle. So who won the fight, though? No, she lost. She uh, lost the fight. So yeah. where did she find suit coats? She didn't. They couldn't eat there. They lost. They oh, eat. that's awful. <laughs> we took the ferry, remember, across the Lake Michigan from Ludington to 
Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And we had trip. we were just gonna sit on the boat and enjoy the whatever six hour ride ferry ride with your car in a, in mm-hmm. on the boat. And my mom got sick, motion sickness. So then we had to rent a berth or whatever you want to call it, something where she could lay down and rest. Oh, no. So. Because it was very rough. It was maybe Labor Day time. Mm-hmm. Could have been, yeah. So it was getting close to closing down for the season. But do they still have that ferry? I think they do. That's a long. That's a crazy. That's a long ways. Yeah, across Lake Michigan. From no, but I guess that makes sense because otherwise you have to drive through Chicago Isn't or up over, across to Mackinac. Yeah. Isn't that over a hundred miles across there? Uh, I don't Could know. Be. I mean, Lake Michigan is... You have to look that one up. All the lakes are huge. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, and then, didn't you have a relative up that had a little miniature train? I've seen pictures. Is it... No? You're looking, you guys are looking at me like no, you don't remember I that. I don't remember. Uncle Judd would remember if there was a Oh, yeah, train. Uncle Judd's not here, so... <laughs> you don't remember those pictures? Wasn't it like Uncle Jewel or something? Not a miniature train. He was an engineer. It, it wasn't a big train, though. It, was a t- it wasn't like a miniature, like tiny. I'm, not, I'm talking about he, it was big enough for him to sit in. Oh, but he was a real engineer of a real big train. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. But th- there's some pictures somewhere yeah, of him on this been. like smaller train, like a toy train. Maybe. Okay. Well, all right. We'll have to invite yeah. Uncle Judd next time on the podcast. <laughs> And he can talk about it. Flies are biting. Yeah, the flies are biting. We're outside, if you haven't heard all the noises. Um, Okay, so then you guys moved to Wisconsin. How old were you when you moved to Wisconsin, Mom? Nine. And you said that there were a lot of things you did in Wisconsin and the surrounding areas that you enjoyed? Little day trips. Like? Devil's Lake, um, Wisconsin Dells. We would go to Chicago sometimes on the weekend. What would you do at those places? Well, Devil's Lake, you'd hike. Yeah. Around. That's a good hike. Uh-huh, the lake. It's like straight up. Yep. We took a lot of youth group trips there. Had breakfast there before. Um, and what about the Dells? Isn't the Dells... Well, the Dells is really commercialized now. Right, back then it wasn't that commercialized. But I didn't... I always thought the Dells was an amusement park, but now I've realized the Dells is actually this water place. But then there's an amusement park there. But I think it has the reputation and it kind of comes across like it's Branson. Right. But now it wasn't that way back no. in the early days. Okay. But everybody in Wisconsin goes to the Dells at least mm-hmm. once, right? At least once, right. Okay. So what did you do when you went to the Dells? Probably walked around. Maybe we took the duck ride. They had the duck ride back then? The ducks, yeah. Oh, because oh, it's the original. It's yeah, the original ducks, yeah. Oh, boy. They were safe. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is interruption. But that doctor that was going to operate it on... Mom said, I, I promised my kids to, I have to take them to, to the, the Dells, Dells. <laughs> but I'll schedule the surgery for Monday morning. 
<laughs> so somebody else could take them, or she no, didn't have he to went take them. And then he came back. Oh. <laughs> Did you turn that off? No, it's still going. Oh, it's still on. Okay. Yeah. Well, I also remember. Um, so when we traveled, I remember we. I think it was St. Louis. You took us to our first Broadway musical. Mom did. Grandma. Grandma did. did. She took us to Phantom. Right? Wasn't that our first? Fox yeah. Theater. I feel like. Well, by the time I was in my 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 twenties, I realized when I started traveling alone, I realized that I had number one seen half the United States because you and Grandma lived everywhere. Um, truly, and then I also realized that whether you meant to or not, you all culturized us is what I call it <laughs> by, okay. by introducing us to Broadway. And then I, I mean, I think you already, you guys already loved that, but Sean and I, um, Sean's my brother. We really loved musicals. So we went, we went and saw Phantom at the Fox theater. And then every time we would go somewhere, um, when they lived in Chicago, we went to all. Um, yeah, we went, we went to Ragtime, and then Mom and I took a vacation, to in in my late twenties, to New York, and we went and saw Mary Poppins. And then did we did we see any others? We went to Omaha and saw Lion, Lion King. King. Mhm. And now we just go and see them here, but for a while they just didn't come to Kansas City really. I mean, we had to drive to St. Louis to see a good show. Under uh, Chicago, the uh, restaurant we met, met at at Arnie's, was the name of mm -hmm. it? And they served a brunch on Sunday. Right. And I don't think Donabelle cared much for the food. She Oh, she loved the food and ate it, of course, but her highlight going there well, she loved to go to the bathroom because it was so fancy. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> was it one of those places where they hand you the towel when you're walking out the door? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Or like Vegas. Have you ever been to Vegas and you go in some of the bathrooms and the casinos? Yeah. There's somebody in there and they have like all these different perfumes and all these different kind of soaps. I remember when I went to Vegas for the first time and somebody told me about that and I was like, oh, whatever. And then you walk in and I'm like, what country am I in? What is this? <laughs> I didn't know what to do with myself. It's so fancy. I don't know. Okay, Dad Dad has a good story. Is this from when you were a kid? Yeah, I don't remember what year I was in high school, but we were out at the homecoming, and uh, it was about six o'clock in the evening Doreen and Lothar were going to leave that night and go to Colorado well, let's going... time out for a second so you need to understand that Dor hold on no you need to understand that dad and I grew up in a town called DeKalb not DeKalb DeKalb Missouri population 224 and we have friends and their real names are Dora Dean D-O-R-A like Dora the Explorer Dora Dean but you have to say it all in one breath Dora Dean and Otho it's a real names <laughs> Mike and I grew up with their kids. But anyway, they were leaving from this little carnival that, that night. They said, we're going to drive all night to Colorado and go on vacation for about a week. And they were talking to Mom and Dad, and they said, won't you go with us? And Dad says, i got to be back to work Monday. We could just go for the weekend anyway. 
And so we went home and packed, and I think that Grandma Sampson took care of Tammy because I don't remember her going with us. This was in the, uh, she would have been pretty young. She might have gone with us, but I kind of doubt it. We went home packed, and we left about 10, 10, 10 30 at night. Oh, gosh. To Colorado. It's an eight-hour drive, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it was 10 back then. We oh. went out Highway 36 because, you know, you could get gas. Mm -hmm. I think it was before there was Interstate 70. This is before 70. So we drove all night to Colorado, and then we drove up Pikes Peak, and somebody almost fainted. <laughs> uh, but then we, we stayed all night. I can't remember where we stayed all night. Saturday night, we only had one motel, and, and Sunday night, Dad says, we got to go home. I got to go to work tomorrow. So we drove all night, Sunday night, coming home. We actually spent two days in the mountains with the Pitts. How many cars did you have? Just two. Okay. And I said, Dad, can I stay with them? I went on a short vacation with them before. I said, can I stay? And he says, no, you got to help me drive home. I'm not going to let Mom <laughs> drive. Oh, so, yeah, because Grandma was with you. So I helped Dad drive home that oh. night. It was We had a brand-new Chevelle, brand-new. Remember had, the car. He had ordered mm -hmm. a four-door Chevelle, red Chevelle. and. <laughs> And, well, I got tired. Dad says, I got to work tomorrow. You're going to have to drive some. And I drove four or five hours of that trip coming back. And I was just so 16. What was the deal with driving all night with well, Grandpa? Like, what's the... He used to do it all the time. We went down to see Mike at Malden, Missouri. We drove all night. He'd get off work. He would get off, literally get off work in the evening. And he said, we're saving a day if I drive all night. Oh. And I don't think I helped him drive when we went to Malden. I'm not sure. That's not that far away, though, right? It's 500 miles. No, 450. Oh, you said went, Missouri. Yeah, went to. This was another time he drove all night. He went to. We went to St. Louis and down. Okay. And I guess did, that is pretty far. We did have interstate back then, but it was. Malden is down in the boot hill in Missouri, so it's. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty far. It's almost 200 miles from St. Louis, so it was a 500 mile trip. So we drove all night, and that way we'd have all the next day. Oh boy. Everybody's expecting. Yeah, but did he sleep? Did Grandpa ever sleep? <laughs> he could do it back when he was young. Oh my goodness. But when you were little, you took a trip somewhere and you slept in the back window. Oh, that was even, that was going what? to Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Who, who we needed seatbelts? He's still alive. <laughs> when I was five years old, we drove out to my, my dad's aunt, Jimmy, used to live in Denver. And so it was one of these trips. Grandpa Sampson was with us that time. Riley? Yeah. And, uh. I don't, know, his sister. I, I don't think anybody else went. It was Grandma and Grandpa Sampson and Mom and Dad and me, and I just climbed up in the back window and uh, fell asleep. And when I woke up, it was morning, and I could see the mountains. <laughs> and they let you sleep in the back window? sleep in the back window. One of these big old cars oh that had gosh. a huge window. They probably didn't there. even have seatbelts back then. No, they didn't have any seatbelts. <laughs> oh we were driving goodness. out Highway 36, you know? <laughs> that was, in the that was pretty wild. Yeah, I remember waking up and saying, man, it's the mountains. You can see the mountains. At least you knew what they were, and like Sean. Well, I was I was a little older than Sean. I was five or six when okay. that happened. Small enough that I could fit in the back window. Oh my goodness! Like they threw a, they threw a blanket or something up there and just let me sleep on it. Don't do that these days. Don't put your kid in the back window. No, yeah. no. I think that's like illegal. child abuse <laughs> slash illegal. <laughs> we didn't meet. I'm sure we didn't meet any traffic all night long. Oh, probably not. Oh boy. That was a crazy one.
Okay, so you guys would drive all night everywhere you went. So you went to the Grand Canyon. You went to see Mike in Missouri. At Malden when he was a youth minister. Yeah, and then when Mike graduated uh, from San Jose Bible College, uh, before he got his master's, we drove, Mom and Tammy flew out to San Jose, and Dad says, we'll just drive. We left Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and we got to San Jose at 7 o'clock their time the next evening. Oh, how many hours is that? That's a yeah, lot. I don't know. It's like That's 29 hours straight through. We drove clear oh. across Kansas. I was already in college. When I was in Denver, I called some friends from college and just, hey, how you doing? You know, just talk to them. And you can't more. drive 70 and 80 back then. You had to drive what, 60 we were, miles an we hour? Were driving 80. Oh, you were? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get out in Kansas, you know, Sunday, uh -huh. the towns are 50 miles apart. We were driving 80. And then we got on the interstate, drove up to Cheyenne, and, uh, Dad says, well, it's, it's, a, it's about your turn to drive. From Denver to Cheyenne, I drove. And then he was drove for one hour, and he said, my eyes are burning. You're going to have to drive again. Oh, jeez. And I drove for one hour past Cheyenne. I drove all the way to Salt Lake City. You drove all drove the way. Drove all the way to St. Louis. I That's had to not... stop for a couple of coffees. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, even back then, it was a it was over a four-hour drive. Yeah, it's pretty far. I've done that one before. Four, maybe five. And then after we got to Salt Lake City, we ate breakfast at a Denny's. I said, Dad, I got to sleep. And I got in the back seat of that Monte Carlo and fell asleep. And I think I was out cold for four or five Was it hours. the Monte Carlo that... It was the 70, 70 Monte Carlo. Oh, this is a different Monte Carlo. Because yeah. the one that I the had was the 70... Oh, I didn't... That was the one I was, like, almost born in, right? Yeah, yeah well, you were born. <laughs> we got rid of the year you were born. I sold it to Mark. No, he, but didn't Mom's water break in that car? <laughs> no. It broke in the middle of the night at home. Oh. Anyway... No, it was, we drove 80 miles an hour. Oh, boy. And I remember we averaged 15 miles a gallon. That's just a little... 15? Hey, that was great. 80 miles an hour? 15 <laughs> miles a gallon? Well, that's probably true. Or that old Monty would just get up and... Yeah, but my car, run. I can drive 80 miles an hour, and it gets 30, 33. Yeah, but your car's... My car's newer, you know. doesn't weigh 5,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, bless you. That was a heavy car. Well, yeah. But anyway, that was quite a trip. Well, Grandpa had a lead foot, because even when he was... Remember when he was like almost legally blind but still driving? Yeah. We'd get in the Monte Carlo and boy, Sean and I thought we were gonna die. <laughs> They'd he'd take us on 116 going like 70 miles an hour. Oops. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you let us ride in a vehicle with him driving. <laughs> well, we had detached retinas. We thought he was getting fixed up. Oh. After he had his. <laughs> We didn't let him drive anymore after that. Oh, that's true. Did. But still, he had detached retinas, and you were letting us drive in a car, <laughs> riding a car with him. Oh, my gosh. I loved that car, though. I wish I wish I still had that car. People think I'm crazy. I'm like, oh, it was cloth seats. The T-top. The T-top, and it had this, like, smell about it. It smelled like sunshine. You know, that T-top never did leak on that thing. No, it didn't. But I sold it to a guy. The only reason I sold it is that the back frame that was going over the back wheel rusted completely in two and fell off. Ah. Uh. Yeah, it was just, and the guy that lived right down here bought it. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he, he fix it up? He, he bought and sold cars. Uh, he, he found somebody, he said, oh, I think I might be able to fix it. Just <laughs> weld another piece of the frame on there. And mm. it, nothing was supporting the left side of the back bumper. Oh my goodness. Just the frame on the right side. Well, speaking of cars, Grandpa, tell us about your cars through the years. 
How many cars have you owned? You wrote them all down once. I, I still have the list if you? you want to look at it. Okay. <laughs> hundred cars. You're on car one hundred right now. No, 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 hundred plus. Okay. <clears throat> you name it, I've had it. <laughs> so, what was your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Well, I had a doctored up M Mark Four or whatever it was. I thought I'm gonna kind of fancy this car up, and it was a beautiful color, silver or gray, or however you want to describe it. And I took it to a body shop, and I said, I want to painted stripe and I described start at the bumper front bumper come across the hood don't touch a windshield of course mm -hmm. and then go across the roof and back and end at the rear end mm -hmm. the and he did it red, red <coughs> rear bumper yeah right and then I had a guy pinstripe it. Wow. Fancy, fancy, but everybody called it a pimp mobile. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what, what brand was it? Lincoln. A Lincoln, okay. Is that the one you had when we got married? Could have been. You had a Mark IV, but it wasn't painted when we got married yet. Yeah. <laughs> so did you take pictures of all your cars through the years? Uh, no, I wished I had them. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But I didn't. I've got a few pictures. Did you have a picture of that pinstripe one? Um, yeah, but it's kind of from a distance, and it's not. it doesn't really give the true meaning mm -hmm. in uh, mm -hmm. whatever. But it, it, was, it was a fun car. Barb was in real estate, and she'd take a customer out in her mobile. And, <laughs> <laughs> Show them some property. Oh my goodness. I didn't know Grandma did real estate. Yes. Did she like it? She studied hard and sold one house and I think she gave it up. That was it? That was it. Okay. Short lived. Yeah. Oh man. We had we had a lot of cars, but ours were more rabbits and station wagons. I had a lot of books. Yeah, we did have a lot of Volkswagens. Red Volkswagen. Well, I had I ended up one of my first cars I bought after the station wagons were was I didn't buy the station wagons. I think I just inherited them. Yeah. But my first car I bought on my own was I think grandma's car first and then the the I had a Volkswagen Beetle. Grandma. Didn't I didn't I own her Grandma Sampson, that red thing, maroon thing? Oh, you did? I didn't know you owned that. I think I owned it for like a month or something. That was a good old car. Yeah, it died really fast, though. Yeah, they, they got their life. And I had, well, I guess I take it back. I had a Monte, well, I, was, I had the Monte Carlo, and I had the, I had a Grand Prix and a Grand Am. And then I bought, but my first, like, I feel like my first real car was the Volkswagen diesel yeah. that you talked me into. The first real car was the one that had a dent in front fender. You you, know, you station, dented it. <laughs> station wagon. Oh, the yeah, station wagon. You have to drive that. Oh. You drove to school out here. 
Yeah, the station we wagon did. was in a car accident when we were on a vacation. We were on the way to Arizona to visit. Grand yeah. I don't like sitting behind the driver anymore. <laughs> I still don't. I don't because I got hit and I was crying. And I remember the first responders that were like, are you okay? And I was like, I think I said. Did you have your seatbelt on? I did. I just, I just said, I, I think I hit my head against the window. Yeah. And I had like a couple of bruises. But then my, let's go back to the Volkswagen though, because the Volkswagen I had for a good 10 years, yeah, and I put 200,000 yeah, miles it, on it. You bought it with only 50. Yeah, 50, I bought it with 50 on it, and I put 200,000 miles on it, and it it went to, gosh, it went to probably 35, 40 states. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And, Boy, took it to Montana. and when I sold it, it was still getting 47 miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was fantastic. Well, yeah, and, I, and I've and i said this on other podcasts, if you listen to the other podcasts where Dad made biodiesel, and I got, I had so much, so much hoopla with the biodiesel. Um, I don't remember which story. I don't know if that's on a podcast. If it's not on a podcast, it's going to end up on one. Yeah, you'll do it sometime. But the, the Volkswagen was... Um, it was a middle-aged man magnet, is what I used to call it, because you'd always get these these guys my dad's age, and they'd be like, oh, nice bug, and then I'd start it, and they'd be like, oh, it's a diesel. <laughs> See, like, guys will tell you that they don't like bugs until it's a diesel, and then they all love it. They all love it. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like a mini truck. I don't know if it's a man thing where you're like, oh, it's a diesel. <laughs> That was the best car. It really was, and then it started falling apart a lot. And I just it got it got to be where um, uh, I remember my car guy at Dos Amigos in town. I said, "What am I going to do about this car?" And he's like, "Drive it into the lake." <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told me one of the last times it broke down before I, I sold it. Nickel and dime in your disc. Well, that, yeah, it was. It was. Just something would break, and then. The alternator went out, but the alternator went out pretty early. That was like seven. That was like in New York. No, we were in like Massachusetts, but we thought we were in Rhode Island, and it only had like eighty thousand miles on it. I think when it went out, maybe it didn't have that many miles on it. I I don't remember, but I remember like calling you, and I'm like, Dad, there's so many lights and whatever, and you're like, Well, maybe it's the transmission. I'm like, No, it's the alternator, and I'm sure you were probably like, How do you know it's the alternator? And I'm like, I just feel it in my soul. I said that? No, I, that's how what I was saying, <laughs> thinking in my head. But I, you were, yeah, you were kind of like, how do you know it's the alternator? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's what it is. Because <laughs> it's doing all this stuff. Like, yeah, you ain't getting enough power. Yeah. Get the battery. Yeah, that was a, that was a tragedy. It's One okay. of the most fun cars, it was a, a van, not a car. What's the difference? It was black, and it had kind of uh, fuzzy black and red seats covers. Mm-hmm. It was a new van. And it was a natural t- to... I hired a p- p- painter to put flame van. Yeah. Uh, on your van? Yeah. Wow. Put flames on the front of the van. Did you have a picture of that one? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I used to drive down through the campus, and these students would go. 
<laughs> Where did you live with that one? Hmm? Where did you live when you had that one? Madison. Madison. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Uh, we went from Madison to Cleveland. Cindy, cousin Cindy, was getting married to her, her husband Ron, and no air in that unit. And it was hot summer day, and we took mother. So the three of us were in this van, and I think mother almost roasted. <laughs> <laughs> she got so hot, and there was nothing you could do. Was there a fight? Did she <laughs> did she throw throw a fit? No, no. Okay. Well, I don't remember Grandma ever Grandma Great. Carver ever throwing a, f- a f- fight, but I remember her definitely yelling at the uh, at the tigers. Grandma was a big ball fan, and so we went, when we would go up to see her, a lot of times it'd be in the summer or the fall, which of course is baseball season. And boy, she'd just sit there and yell at the TV. She was a diehard fan, but boy, she let those boys have it from her <laughs> living a, room. She always tells the story about. She was in a grocery store pushing a cart to load with groceries and she walks by two men who were talking about the tigers and <laughs> and they were talking about Al Kaline was one of her favorite players for mm-hmm. the tigers and this guy says he hit uh, two home runs last night, and Mother said, no, he hit three. She interrupted <laughs> these t- conversation to these men. Because she knew. Yeah, but they look at her. Oh, you're a lady. You're not supposed to know all this. <laughs> I always wonder if that's why I knew so much about baseball, because I would, I would read the news before I went to school <clears throat> so that I would memorize everything, and I must have gotten it from her. Either that, or I just wanted to have something to talk about with the boys when I came to school. Because we talked. Oh, but I knew everything. I knew all the games and all the stats. And so when they talked, like I had to make sure that I knew more than the boys. <laughs> she got her uh, love for baseball from her dad. Really? My grandpa. Yeah. He. What well, was he? A big Tigers fan? Exactly. He would. He was a carpenter, and he built onto their house. They had 13 children. They needed a lot of room. <laughs> so he, he built a front porch enclosed, and that's where he would sit in his favorite chair by his upright, what a Philco radio or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he'd listen to the Tigers, but he loved to smoke cigars. Oh, yeah. And he would be smoking a cigar and he'd fall asleep. And the ashes would, <laughs> would fall on his shirt. And who is this again? Gram- Grandma Carver's dad? Mm-hmm. And they'd get hot and he'd it'd wake him up and he'd go... <laughs> <laughs> put the fire out. So this is Grandpa Rice? Is that right? Or Stone? Stone. Grandpa Stone. Grandpa Stone. Mm. They had 13 kids? Mm-hmm. 
they scattered them, and uh, the old kids took care of the babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which number was Donabelle? I don't know, three or four or five, somewhere in there. Somewhere in the middle. Hmm. So I have all these relatives somewhere. You have all these relatives somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man. They're all, they're all deceased. All the siblings? But they had oh, kids. Yeah, kids. The kids. Well, yeah. yeah, I know they were all deceased. Well, Grandma, Grandma, Grandma died when she was 77, 78. Yeah. She'd be a hundred and something now if she was still alive. Sure. But none of her siblings are still alive. The one of the most fa famous, and he's favored by Grandpa Stone was his son, their son, Raymond. Mm-hmm. World War Two. He he was uh, just out of high school. He was old enough, like 19 or something. He wanted to join the Air Force. He wanted to be a pilot in World War II. Well, he went to school somewhere in Texas. My mother and her sister, uh, Annie B., they took a train down to Texas in the summer. No air conditioning in those Trains, sweat, sweating and hotting and it being so hot, Stacy, it just it was unhealthy. Anyway, they went to see him graduate, and uh, he had flunked out of the uh, Air Force, uh, the pilot school, so he moved down into. Uh, he was a bombardier. Really? In World War II? Yep. Wow. And he had uh, extra training. He was a navigator, too. Wow. But I'm not, I'm not sure he held that position, but he was qualified. Anyway, he was selected to be one of the pilots of one of the planes, three planes, one was loaded with a atomic bomb. Mm. Two were not. Mm -hmm. And they did that for a reason. They didn't want people, the pilots bragging about, I dropped the bomb. Because mm -hmm. they never knew who, which one of the three was the pilot that dropped the bomb. So he was one of them. He's one of the pilots or one of the bombardiers that bombardiers, dropped it? But he was on the, one of the planes. Hmm. And he... The family, the rest of the family, I don't think he was particularly proud of it, but the rest of the family called him a hero. Hmm. Was it the first bomb or the second bomb? Or was he on both? First first one <laughs> grandpa during world war the world war uh, <clears throat> he was patriotic he wanted to be uh, 
there was a rule. Certain time of the day you close your window shades and you darken out. So uh, if an enemy sent a bomb, a, a bomb bomber across the ocean to drop bombs, they wouldn't have a target because there's no lights. Mm. So he had to go up and down the street. He had certain assignment of territory. And he went up and down and knocked on the door. You're, you've got a light leaking out of your front room there. So take care of that right now. <laughs> so he was, he worked in the World War II. <laughs> what, what city did he live in? What city? Battle Creek. Really? Uh, so they had to be in complete darkness. Yes. For how many years? I don't know. Four, three, four, five. Huh. 48 Delano Street. Here's an interesting fact. It was... Um, one house on Delano Street. And then there were... Uh, uh, streets on either side and there's people living in traffic there but and that was right across the street from the loading zone of Kellogg breakfast su uh, cereal factory mm -hmm. and they had a rail track coming through there and they would have an empty train and they would uh, have mo momentum in traveling and they the whoever uh, controlled it pulled this pulled the uh, system so that they did discharged from the engine and that f went freewheeling uh, free down and hit a bumper and it stopped. Oh. Well, you knew what was going on every time you heard a <laughs> boom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. Well, it was loud. Oh, it? it was shake the house. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Those were the old days. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs>
New York or Toronto, wherever I was, and you're like, how far did you drive? And I told you the miles, and you're like, oh, you beat my record. And I told my friends, I'm like, I don't know, this is a contest. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, we'll probably have some more family stories at some point, but thanks for joining us today. Thanks to my parents and my grandpa. And um, don't forget to share this episode with your friends, and we'll see you next time on That Trip Didn't Suck. <laughs>